Hey everyone, welcome to the Tuya Christian Fellowship Podcast. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to give online, see upcoming events, or view our service times, please visit our website at tcf.church. All right, I got something else good to tell you. Two weeks ago uh, in Ground Zero, Kirk preaches all kinds of different things in Ground Zero, and uh, he's been doing a series on the supernatural, and uh, we did an altar call. He did an altar call two weeks ago, and we had 15 teenagers uh, respond to the gospel and receive Christ as their Savior. So would y'all give the Lord a hand clap? Amen. Amen. 15 kids. That's huge. That's big. Amen. Praise God. All right, I want to pray, and let me tell you what I want to pray for this morning, and then we'll jump into what I have. Uh, I want to take just a moment, and I want to pray for the other churches and the other pastors in this community and uh, in this area. Listen, when our churches do well, uh, our families do well. When our families do well, uh, the community does well. Our schools do well. Everything in our communities in this area is better when our churches do well. And so I want to take just a moment and pray, and I want you to agree with me. So let me jump in. Father God, I want to thank you this morning. First off, Father, I'm, I'm grateful that you allow me to be a part of such a great church right here at Toy Christian Fellowship, that you allow me to be on this platform and bring the message of the Word of God and the love of God. And I'm so thankful. Father, we want to pray for the other pastors in this community. We want to pray for their families, their loved ones. Father, I don't know a pastor that does not need to be encouraged. Father, I pray you encourage the pastors in this community and in this area, that they're strengthened and they're refreshed. Fill their churches with your life and with your love. Father, I thank you the churches in this town are thriving. The churches in this town are doing great. That on Sunday morning, our churches in this community, in this area are full. On Wednesday night, our youth ministries are full. That teenagers are in different churches throughout this community. And that our youth groups are full. Our children's ministries are full. And that God, you're doing a great work in Swisher County. You're doing a great work in Tulia and in this surrounding area. And Father, Father, I'm thankful for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Praise God. We just finished a six-week series on vision. And the very last uh, one of those, Kurt preached, and it was an incredible message. And I'm not just saying that because it was Kurt. And I, if you didn't listen to it, I wanted to just encourage you, get on our website, tcf.church. It's part six. And please just take 20, 30 minutes and listen to that message. Uh, I know it'll encourage you and it'll minister to you. Now we're going to move on this morning, and I want to talk to you about the favor of God in your life. And let me read you a statement. Listen to what this says says, what would your life look like if you were surrounded all day, every day by God's favor? What if you knew that success in your life lies ahead because you're one of God's favorites? Would you have courage? Would you lay down your fear? And the answer to that is, of course you would. I want to talk to you this morning about the favor of God that's on your life. And I want you to recognize this morning that you have the favor of God in your life. Now, let me start by just giving you a definition for the word favor that comes out of the Bible. Listen to some of these words. Favor means approval. It means acceptance. 
It means special benefits and privileges. It means blessing, grace, and mercy. Now listen to it one more time. Favor is approval, acceptance, special benefits and privileges, blessing, grace, and mercy. That's a Bible definition of the grace of God. Now here's the very first thing I want you to know and understand. The favor of God belongs to you. You have it, and it's on your life. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to deserve it. You don't have to work for it. Sometimes one of the mistakes we can make as Christians is we think that we have to do some things to gain God's approval. We have to do some things to gain God's acceptance. And the New Testament teaches that Jesus did those things by his grace. And I'm gonna show it to you in the word this morning. But I want you to recognize you have the favor of God on you. Now, in our series, that we just finished on vision, we talked about without a vision, people perish. All right, well, there's another verse in Proverbs that I love, and it says this. It says that without knowledge, that we're destroyed, okay? That if you have a lack of knowledge in your life, now I'm not talking about general knowledge, I'm talking about Bible knowledge, spiritual knowledge, that, pe that people perish, people are destroyed. Now, here's what I want you to understand. The favor of God belongs to you this morning. You have it. You may say, Pastor, sure doesn't seem like it. Sure doesn't feel like it. I don't think I have much of the favor of God on my life. What I want to help you do this morning is I want to help you recognize it, and then I want to help you to be able to walk in it, not earn it, not, not deserve it, but just acknowledge it and begin to walk in it. Because you see, what you don't know can't hurt you, Amen. So I want to talk to you about the favor of God. Now, I'm going to read to you this morning out of Ephesians 2, verse 8. Here's the first thing about the favor of God. If you know Jesus Christ is your Savior this morning, if you're born again, you were saved by the favor of God. If you know Christ is your Savior, it's because of his favor. Listen to what it says in Ephesians 2, 8, and this is New King James. This says, for by grace you've been saved through faith. Now, the word grace also means favor. So listen to it. For by favor, you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. If you know Jesus Christ is your Savior, you've already experienced the favor of God. God has already noticed you. God has already, already provided a way for you to spend eternity with him, and the favor of God is on you. Now, listen to this statement, and I love this. You've been delivered into the provision of God. Let me say it again. You've been delivered into the provision of God. Now, I pray a prayer out of Ephesians and Colossians over every single one of you every single week. Part of that prayer says that we've been delivered from darkness, that we are no longer under the control or the dominion of darkness. We're no longer under its control, but that you and I have been transferred into the kingdom of the son of his love. Did you know God's kingdom is a kingdom of love? That's right, God's kingdom is a kingdom of love. And the scripture in Ephesians that I pray over you is that you would know that you've been transferred into the kingdom of God and you no longer are under the rule, the reign, or the authority of darkness. That's the favor of God. So you already have it. Here's the next thing. His favor covers every single area of your life. Now, let, let me just remind you, what's favor? Well, it's approval. It's acceptance, 
It's special benefits and privileges. It's blessing. It's grace. And it's mercy. He will show his favor for all of eternity. Let me read to you in Ephesians 2, starting with verse 4. The first two words of this say, but God. Now, I love that. But God. Hey, pastor, I got some problems. Yeah, but God. Hey, pastor, the doctor didn't give me a very good report. Yeah, but God. All right? Uh, hey, I, I, you know, uh, I, got, I got more bills than I got paycheck. Yeah, but God. Okay? It says, but God, who is rich in mercy. Now, I know some folks whose God is rich in judgment, but my God, your God, is rich in mercy. Now, I got, I got a bunch to read here, and, and I've already preached myself happy. Now, listen to this. I'm trying to preach you happy, amen? amen? And it's a big job this morning, all right? But God, who is rich in mercy, man, let that soak into your heart, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses. You remember that? You remember when you were lost? I can remember. I didn't know Christ as my Savior. I was under my trespasses and sins. It says, even when I was dead in my trespasses, I, we were made alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved. And you and I have been raised up together and made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, I just read a lot, and I know it. And I don't have time to explain all of that. I want to get to the next verse. This is where we're going. Now, listen to what it says. It says that in the ages to come, God, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace, the exceeding riches of his favor in his kindness towards us in Christ. Listen, you know what's going to happen in eternity? <clears throat> well, you and I are going to hang out with Jesus. And the Bible says in his presence is fullness of joy, fullness of joy. You're going to be walking along on that beautiful green path down by the creek. It's not a creek. It's a river. You're going to hear a noise, and you're going to look up, and there's going to be Pastor Rusty on a rope swinging out from an oak tree landing right in the river of life. And I'm going to be swimming, and I'm going to be having a big time, and I hope you look better than you do this morning face-wise, amen, that you're smiling, amen? All right, what's going to happen God, for all of eternity, is going to show us his favor and show us his grace. Now, I want to read another verse to you, and I want to show you how the favor of God was on your life before you even knew Christ. Now, let me say it one more time because I want to make sure you get it. You don't earn the favor of God. You don't deserve the favor of God. You don't work for the favor of God. Well, hey, pastor has the favor of God because he's a pastor and he does everything right. <laughs> Man, if you, I, that's crazy. I don't do everything right. Just ask Miss Vicky. She's not in here, so you can't ask her. I'm glad. <laughs> it's not about that. All right, listen to what this says in uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says, God demonstrated his own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Listen, when you were out doing your own thing, living in the world, doing whatever you wanted, away from God, away from hope, away from help, God was moving and at work in your life. Listen, you're saved this morning because of the favor of God. You're sitting in Tulia Christian Fellowship this morning because of the favor of God. You're hearing the word of God. You're in praise and worship. You're taking communion and receiving the body and the blood of Christ because of the favor of God. 
Now, if you've been here very long, you know back in my life when I was a kid, February 2nd, 1974, my father was killed in an accident at his job. And it made me really mad at God. And I was mad at God for a long time in my life. And I didn't want anything to do with God, didn't want to talk to God, didn't want to be around him, didn't want to be in his house, didn't want to be around anybody that knew him. I was ticked and I wanted to stay away from him. And all that time, what I didn't know was he was in pursuit of me. He never gave up on me. He loved me. He reached out to me. Even though I was giving him the silent treatment, even though I didn't want him in my life, you know, some of y'all do that silent treatment at home. Can I have an amen? Yeah, some of y'all do that. Amen. And uh, it's unhealthy, by the way. Amen. I don't have time to preach on that, so I'll just throw that out for free. You know, Annie will be four in December, our first granddaughter. And I was talking to her the other day, and I don't remember about what. I was just telling her something, and she was kind of facing away from me, and she kind of looked back over her shoulder and did this. Yeah, can you believe that? Can you believe that angel would give me the hand? I mean, you know, I mean, and I'm the candy provider, the ice cream provider. I mean, I'm the good guy, right? And, and she gave me that hand, right? And y'all know what that means, right? Yeah, that means don't talk to me, talk to the hand. Okay, well, I was doing the very same thing to God. There was a season in my life where when God tried to speak to me, I did the very same thing. Listen, when I didn't want him, he wanted me. When I didn't care about him, he cared about me. Listen, that's the favor of God. And you have the favor of God on your life. Now, I want to read you the next verse. I want to read to you Psalms 512, and this is out of the uh, New International Version. I love this verse. I love this verse. It's talking about the favor of God. You know how I just read to you, but God Hey, uh, pastor, I got some things going on. Yeah, but God, which means he's moving. Well, in this verse, it says, surely, and I love that just as much. Listen to what it says in Psalms 512. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous and you surround them with favor as with a shield. Now, I love that word, surely. Surely, NIV. I have some cards with verses on it that I carry in my pickup and I read to myself. Then this is one of those verses. And I love how it starts out with that word. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. Now, you may be thinking this morning, Pastor, I want the benefits of that verse, but I don't know if I qualify. You see, because there's times in my life I don't know if I'm righteous. There's times in my life I don't feel very righteous. You see, we pray early in the morning before we have church, and we always tell the devil that he's not welcome here and that he has to leave, but he might have left a note in your chair. I mean, we try to make sure he takes everything with him, but he might have left a note in your chair that you got, and it says you're not very righteous. Well, that's a lie. And I want to show you what the Word of God says about you being righteous. Now, this promise right here says that surely, Lord, you bless the righteous and you surround them with favor like a shield. Now, I'm going to go to one more verse. I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. And let me talk to you about your righteousness. Listen to what it says. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That's talking about Jesus. You know what happened to Jesus on the cross? He took your sin. He took my sin. 
He took the sin of the world. What happened at the cross? The great exchange is what happened at the cross. Listen to it. He was made to be sin who knew no sin that you and I, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Now listen to me. Don't miss this. You see, here's what happened at the cross. I went to the cross, and I brought all my sin, all my brokenness, all my hurt, and I offered it to Jesus, and he took it, and he took it upon himself. He took the sin of the world upon himself, but then he turned right around, and he gave me his righteousness. He gave me his holiness. He gave me his purity. Listen, I didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. Deserve it. We just exchanged. I gave him my junk, and he gave me his holiness. And in exchange, it says that you and I were made righteousness. That we're, I don't have any righteousness of my own. Jonathan, you don't have any righteousness of your own, but you wear the robes of righteousness of Jesus Christ, and you have it with you everywhere you go. Now listen to me. Don't miss this. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. You are righteous right now this morning because of what Jesus has done. Yeah, but what about when I make mistakes? It doesn't take away your righteousness because the Bible says Jesus gave you his righteousness. What does righteousness mean? Well, it means right standing with God. Listen, I'm in right standing with God. Can, can I go back and read to you what favor means? Favor means approval. Favor means acceptance. Favor means the special benefits and privileges of God. It means blessing. It means grace. It means mercy. Every single one of you have that on your life. And the verse I just read says that you and I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ. So what is Psalms 5? Well, that's my promise, and that's your promise. What does it say? Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. So that'd be Rusty. That'd be Penny. Yeah, that'd be Will. Yeah, you can put your name right there in that, in that promise. Surely, Lord, you bless Rusty. Why? Because Rusty's the righteous. Not because I'm a preacher. No, because I'm a Christian. Because you're a Christian. That promise, that benefit belongs to you. You're the righteousness of God in Christ. Surely, Lord, surely you bless the righteous and surround him with favor like a shield. Now listen, you and your family and your children are surrounded with the favor of God. Everywhere you go, everything you do, you're covered in the favor of God. You don't do anything to earn it. Jesus earned it for you, and he gave it to you as a free gift. Now, let me close this morning and talk to you for just a minute about the practical aspects of favor. When our children were growing up and going to school, we started every day with this prayer. Father, I thank you that our children are surrounded with your favor. They're loved and they're liked by their peers. They have favor with their teachers. They learn, they grow, they're protected because they're surrounded by your shield of favor. It's available to you. It's available to your children. It's available to you at work. It's available in every area of your life. Listen, when you're driving your car down the highway and there's a long line of cars stopped and you need to get in so you can turn and somebody slows down and lets you in, that's the favor of God. Now, you may say, oh, come on, pastor, that's just everyday life. That's not the favor of God. Well, the Bible says that man without God is evil and wicked. What does that mean? Well, that means they ought to slow down and drop their AR-15 out the window at you. Come on, y'all. Now you're afraid. You're like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to get shot. That's not what I'm talking about. Anytime anybody does something for you, it's the favor of God. 
It's motivated by the love of God. It's motivated by the grace of God. When somebody lets you in in traffic, always acknowledge the favor of God. Hey, thank you for letting me in. Okay, the other day, Vicki and I were going to Midland, and we stopped halfway there uh, on, on the way there at a McDonald's because we wanted to get a cup of coffee. So we went into this McDonald's, and we wanted a coffee, and I wanted an apple pie. Actually, I wanted two apple pies. And uh, so we went in there, and I ordered coffee, and, and Vicki wanted a bottle of water. And the young man said, well, you know, I, and I didn't know him. He said, the water here is really overpriced at, at McDonald's, and so I'm just going to give it to you. And I'm like, are you going to get in trouble? He's like, no, no, I want to just give it to you. Well, what is that? Well, that's the favor of God. What do you mean? Now, I'm not talking about when you go to Walmart and they give you $40 too much change and you keep it on the way out to the car and you're like, yeah, the favor of God. No, I'm not talking about that. That's lying and stealing, amen? I knew I better bring that up, right? Yeah, I know what y'all are doing. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> he knew he was doing it, amen? So then he came back and he said, well, hey, we're out of apple pie and it'll take a little while to make them and we kind of wanted to get on the road. He said, but we have pumpkin. And he said, and since that's not what you want, I'm gonna give you three pies instead of two. Now that is always the favor of God, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Three pies instead of two pies. So we got free water, we got extra pies, and we got coffee and went on our way. That's the favor of God. Listen, have you ever been somewhere and somebody come up to you and they say, hey, you look really familiar. I think I know you. Have you ever had that happen to you? Yeah, okay, you know what that is? That's the grace and the favor of God. And you know what they see in your life? They see the light of Christ in your life. You don't see it sometimes, and the devil's always there to tell you that you don't have it, but that's exactly what it is. Yesterday, Vicki and I were at a funeral in Amarillo for a friend of mine. His father passed away. And there were people there from all over the country. There were people there from Indianapolis. There were people there from Arizona. There were people there from California. Literally from all over the country were at this funeral. And we didn't know hardly any of them. And as we stood and waited to go in the church, women would come up to Miss Vicki and say, Hey, I know you from somewhere. You look familiar. And Vicki would say, Where do you live? Oh, well, I live in Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, I live in Tulia, Texas. And we probably haven't run into each other at Walmart, I bet, you know? All right, you know what that is? That's the favor and the grace of God. See, people are drawn to you because of the life of Christ in you. See, the devil wants to tell you, oh, you don't have that. Listen, you do have it. It happens to me all the time. I know it happens to many of you all the time. All right, when you need a job, you claim the favor of God. When you need a promotion, you claim the favor of God. When you need to take your child to the doctor, you claim the favor of God. When Ashley finished college and wanted to be a teacher in Amarillo, Texas, everybody told her, you'll never get a job in Amarillo. You'll never get a job in Amarillo. It's too competitive. They won't hire you. You'll have to go somewhere else. We prayed. We claimed the favor of God. She got a job in Amarillo. It's the favor of God. And you have it on your life. Now, here's all I want you to do as we close. What if you started out each day with, Father, thank you for favor today. Thank you, Father, I'm clothed in your favor. My children are clothed in your favor. My grandchildren are clothed in your favor. And Father, I want to acknowledge it. I'm not earning it. I'm not deserving it. I'm not building up credit. I'm just acknowledging that I have it. And then throughout your day, recognize when God moves on you with favor. Instead of, now I've done this, something good will happen, and you'll think, man, I was lucky. 
No, it's not luck. It's the favor of God. Or have you ever thought, hey, that was kind of weird? No, it's not weird. It's the favor of God. It's your loving Heavenly Father doing what in your life? Bringing His approval, His acceptance, His special benefits, His blessing, His grace, and His mercy. If you're in business, claim favor over your business. When you work somewhere, you claim favor there where you work. Claim favor in your marriage. Claim favor over your children. Claim favor over your life and your family. And watch God move like you've never noticed it before. Amen? All right, y'all stand up and let me pray for you. Father God, I want to thank you this morning for all that you're doing in our lives. Father, would you stir our hearts for favor that we would notice it, we'd recognize it, we'd see it for what it is. Father, I thank you for your favor over us, that we're surrounded with it like a shield. And Father, we're so grateful. Father, thank you for your blessing, for your approval, for your benefits on our families because we're your children. I'm thankful for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Y'all going to be blessed. Have a great rest of your weekend. And I'll see you next weekend. Pray for the Cowboys. <laughs>